0: Welcome to Level 7 A podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe It's a magical place Episode two hundred and twenty-six, Runaways, Season One, Episode Three, Destiny. Hello, and welcome back to Welcome to Level Seven. Thank you for coming back after running away. And <laughs> it's time for us to talk about some some runaways. Although uh, so far there's only been one real runaway um in in the show and that's that's destiny surprisingly Uh, um i was expecting more running away to be done at the beginning but um destiny is also the name of this episode because everything revolves around her she is the thing that sets things in motion for our main characters and evan good to have you back how you doing thank you ben i'm doing pretty good Good, good. And I didn't get to talk much uh, with you about the second episode. I'd like to hear just just in a few seconds, what did you think of the second episode, which was basically what happened yesterday with (laughs) the parents instead of the kids? Yeah,
1: I thought it was interesting. I like seeing the different parents dynamics. And that's something I like that they're carrying over from the comic books where the, the parents, you look at them. And they're not the mustache twirling villains, uh, at least not all of them. And uh, they're they're real people, and they're doing something, and you don't know why they're doing it, but they are doing something, and a lot of them are not happy about it. And they, like some of the parents seem really nice, and uh, they've got their they've got real world problems. So I like uh, what we're seeing. I like that they kind of did that recap thing. Um, that's cool. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm reading the comics right now, and I uh, I can't remember what issue I'm in right now. I think I'm I just finished issue two or three. But um, in the comics, they are they are costume wearing villains. Oh yeah, like, they are not just cult robe wearing villains. They are le- legit costume wearing uh, villains. And uh, I mentioned this with with Stewart, um, as I think I did on, on the last episode, but. I'm amazed how well they have MCU'd that comic book and actually given a lot more depth. And this is one of the few times where I feel like this is a TV miniseries that has outdone the source material. I, I haven't gotten far in the comics. We're only in episode three of the series. So we'll see. But
1: Yeah, time will tell. I mean, I f- I remember the first arc in the comics I thought started strong but ended kinda of anticlimactically. So I'm curious to see what they'll do with the show.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what they'll do with a comic too. <laughs> but um <laughs> so yeah, if you're just uh tuning in for the first time to welcome all the seven, I would invite you to go to um episode, I believe it is episode two twenty Well, what is this? Two twenty-four? This is two twenty five. Two twenty-five. So yeah, two twenty-three is the first episode of our runaways coverage. And you can start there. Um but for those of you who aren't planning to go back to that episode or just want to go ahead and listen to this one right now, I'm Ben, uh, Ben Avery, and I'm a comic book fan, comic book writer, and a comic book TV and movie fan. And Evan actually has a similar pedigree, comic book fan, comic book artist and writer, and Ooh. also fan of uh, comic book TV shows and and movies. And this is a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And as of right now... Everything we know about the show is telling us that this is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but there hasn't been any real clues in the show saying anything about the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No references to Stark, no references to the green guy
1: or the guy who wears the flag.
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and, and no visual references like to uh, some of the visual motifs. Like the the Doctor Strange teleportation thing, that showed up in Agents of Shield, and yes, it did. You know it, that was a, a visual motif that they had. That they were like, "Hey, it gives us some continuity." Evan, we're going to talk about some continuity in a moment. Oh boy! Uh, yep, yep. We're going to talk about some continuity that I discovered and learned about as I cre- crept the interwebs to find out MCU connections, and. We just might have a conversation about some stuff. Cool. A conversation that might lead to disagreement or might lead to agreement or might lead to just dis- confused discussion. But we'll get to it. <laughs> okay. We'll get to it. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, I guess, just jump into it then. Uh, we have our yeah. – uh, the pre-credit sequence uh, for this episode is 10 years ago. And there's a funeral. And as happens at funerals, everybody's sad. And we actually do see Amy, uh, standing next to her sister, Nico. Um, we see that, uh, two people are being laid to rest and it is Jean and, and Alice. And there's actually a question of, did Tina do this? Um, and Robert says, cause she's she,
1: got a burn on her, on her hand, right? right?
0: Well, and, and we're going to find out later on that, Activating the staff that, that she has, that's kind of a magic staff of force fields, um, creates a burn because it's hot. Ah,
1: I did not catch that. You, you didn't? Uh, it was no. when um, when Alex grabbed Well, it. I know. I, I, I caught that it does the burn, but I didn't put two and two together.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's what gotcha. Jeffrey's doing is he's putting two and two together. And mm. he's not sure he believes Robert, but Robert— Tina's wife, Nico's parents, they say that um, she didn't cause this accident. Uh, meanwhile, Gert's parents are worried. And this is where we actually get to see more about Gert's parents than we did in the last episode. In the last episode, we saw that they're kind of goofy and love their kids, but um, and the, they've adopted Molly, who was left behind by Gene and Alice. Or, And here's
1: where they say, hey, you want us to adopt you? And Well, and you kind of get the the feeling that it's because – partly they're doing it because they don't want uh, to be killed. <laughs> Did you pick that up?
0: Well, I, I don't know. I mean they're they're worried that the Pride will retaliate if the Pride realizes that they spoke to Gene and Alice before Gene and Alice died. Mm-hmm. And so this is clearly setting up some some secrets that are going on. They are definitely worried that they might get kicked out or, re- or killed or, or something. But um, – But then they go to Molly and we get some uh, some foreshadowing where Molly says, I want to be an elephant when I grow up. And uh, and then um, Gert's Gert's father says, you make a good elephant, Molly, because you're strong. Because you're strong.
1: (laughs) Does he know? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. See, I watched this last week. I watched it all on the same day. You know how I am with. With binge watching Ben. I do. And <laughs>
0: I am not at all so, surprised. In fact, I, I well, when we recorded about episode one, uh, you had watched both episodes. Your wife was watching the third episode, and I'm assuming yes. you got off microphone and went and watched it right away.
1: So, I watched it the next
0: day. Oh, the next day. Okay. All right. Yes. Well that's not that's not terrible. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm not pulling an
1: iron fist here.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> where you're watching thirteen episodes in seven and a half hours. Yep. Something like that. Just have three monitors set up so you can just have three episodes (laughs) running concurrently. Yeah. Uh, Get an extra Netflix account just so you can watch it on three screens instead of two.
1: I just I just push I I, you know, I do like podcasts and I play it at three times the speed. Mm. You know, I I just helps. (laughs) So I, I like this
0: because it does give Gert's parents a little bit more to do and a little bit more character and a little bit more really gives them stakes too. everyone has stakes now. I mean, you've got Jeffrey with uh, Darius and the gang stuff. You've got Victor with his headaches and his wife. We're going to talk about his wife and, mm-hmm. uh, and Robert And actually spoilers. Uh, we will be talking about all of this episode, episode three. We will not be talking about episode four or um, anything in the MCU that comes after what we're talking about right now. But we may end up talking about some earlier S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. And we're going to talk about Doctor Strange, Evan. Yes. We're going to talk about Doctor Strange. All right. So, all right. We're in the present day then. And uh, Molly hulks out a little bit because she gets upset because she can't find her uh, kitty cat hair pretty thing. And and then Gert comes in and talks to her. And this is where I'm – there's a reason I don't like Gert. And this is how I figured out what that reason was. It's not because she's kind of you know, wrapped up and self-absorbed in, in her own world. It's that she keeps finishing sentences for people and doesn't let them have <laughs> thoughts for themselves. She's just like Molly's trying to say, hey, I'm going through changes. Yeah, we're all going through changes. I'm just having a real – yeah, we're all having a hard time. I understand. No, no, Gert, you don't. You need to listen to your sister because your sister – is the Incredible Hulk with uh oh? What do they call it when you when you fall asleep? You can't help okay. but fall asleep.
1: Anemia? Not no anemia. No. It's oh, not. it's gonna drive me crazy. Epilepsy? <sighs> no. 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 Narcolepsy? Not it either. Narcolism, narcolepsy.
0: It. Narcolepsy. Yeah. Narcolepsy. Yes. Anyway, she's she hulks out <laughs> and falls asleep, and yeah, she she just needs someone to listen, but. Gert's not that someone and Gert is the only someone for her right now.
1: I mean, Gert's got some growing up to do. Yes. Yes.
0: And that's what I'm saying right now. Gert, listen to your sister, <laughs> grow up, listen to your sister. Um, she means well, that's the, that's the one thing she means. Well, when she interrupts is because she thinks she knows what Molly is saying she's not validating molly's experience or feelings but she is trying to help and and that's typical uh, of you know many different personality types do that because yeah they 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 think they know and and probably if they would listen they would also have good advice it's just that they don't listen the good advice that they give is the wrong good advice
1: well, and this is carrying on something that was going on in the comic books because they they drew out Molly's power reveal for a while longer in the comics, and everyone just kept you know whenever she tried to ask for advice or anything, everybody just kept finishing her sentence basically and and assuming it was uh, menstruation for the first time, and they they did that in the first episode, but they stretched it out for longer in the comics, so yeah, well, maybe they- they're just keep that theme running.
0: They also play up the, uh, in the comics, they, they have played up her youth and yes, we're trying to, and, and they aren't playing up as much here, but it is, it is of note. She is the youngest in the group. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they, uh, they meet at 10 o'clock as Alex asked, and they meet on the beach, very LA place to meet. Um, it's it's a beautiful day. They come together. And Carolina, who had her – she was listening to guided meditation from her mom. Um, she got some text messages. One was about bullies who are threatening chase, and she doesn't know exactly what's going on there. But the other text message she got was a picture of Destiny, who is in London. And it's kind of making them rethink the whole, our parents are murdering murderers who murder. And because they want to believe the best about their parents. Or, or at least they don't want to believe the worst about their parents. Let's put it that way, right? But I mean, then the rest of the whole
1: group is like, "Nah, fake Photoshop."
0: Well, yeah. I mean, so that's that's the the end uh, of the the little thing, the the cold open at the beginning. We come back for Act One, and it's just I think it's Nico who it says, "Uh, Photoshop much?" And then, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not proof. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Here are the, some of the things that they wonder about their parents instead of them being murdering murderers who murder. Okay. Um, one of them wonders, I think it's Gert, who wonders if they're LARPing. Is this yeah. a live action role playing scenario? Uh, and honestly, that actually wouldn't be a bad place to go if you're looking to not believe the worst about your parents. If you don't yeah. want them to believe, if you don't, if that's what you see, that's something that maybe in the first episode we should have brought up. That, 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 that that's one of the most logical ways to go. Mom and dad are doing this weird thing in this weird setting, wearing these weird clothes and acting, you know, weird, like doing things we've never seen them do before, like kill someone. But what if they aren't actually killing anyone? They're just acting.
1: That's, that's good. Right. That's good. With lots of glowy lights. Right.
0: Right. But well, I mean, they're, they, they're rich. Look, if you and I are going to do some LARPing, it's not going to look great. It won't look bad, but it's not going to look great. Uh, but you know they've got they've got the cash, man, and they only do this every once every year. They can save up. Very true. They can work on these things. You know, uh, Victor, he's he's a great scientist with you know making these things, and yeah. And then uh, they also <laughs> one of them talks about. Isn't that where you, like, dress up as as animals and do weird stuff? <laughs> that's like, <laughs> furries. No, that's, that's furries. Um, <laughs> but anyway. That, that's a thing? Yeah. It's all summed up by saying hopefully they're just weird, not killers. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's the plan. Uh, they send Chase to go and check out his house because his dad is Victor, and he's the guy who had the, the pod. And Gert pushes in on it to be able to go with him um carolina is going to go check out some information about her youth group stuff including the the trip to london nico is going to go check out her mom's staff and molly wants to check out the monster but no one wants to listen to her about the monster because right that has nothing to do with any of this besides that can't be real and again they're just dismissing her they're dismissing her as as uh someone who actually could um Actually, know what she's talking about. So, yeah. But Molly is the one who comes close to saying something that we we would expect from the MCU. It could all be related. She doesn't say connected, but yeah, yeah. She, she comes close. So, yeah. So we also then from there, we we go to the parents. Victor is having visions of destiny, and Janet is concerned. About her husband because he's having all this trouble
1: now. And we don't know what happened to destiny for sure. Nope. We, we know that he grabbed her and now he's seeing visions of her. Well, when so he grabbed betting, her like, like, so remember she knocked on the, right. on the, yeah. the pot and then, you know, she was <laughs> like clawing at him. And so I'm betting she's dead.
0: Well, I mean, when we get to the end of the episode, her body's been found. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he he dumped her body. It's and, been a week.
1: And, yeah. he there was her, a holiday.
0: <laughs> he dumped her body in the ocean, and yes. it's been found and identified. Um, gotcha. Yeah.
1: I remember now.
0: <laughs> okay, so Gert's parents have been making this experimental drug that is actually something that can be used to help soldiers forget their experiences and uh, help with their PTSD, but it also has other <laughs> applications. Robert and Tina are angel investors in Gert's parents' experimental drugs, and they bring a cake because a scientific journal has done a write-up about it. That's great. That's fun. But then Tina wants to spend more time with Robert and work on their marriage, and to you know maybe try and get things back to the way they were. And this is where. Like we knew that Janet was talking about meeting someone at the Pride uh, meeting, but instantly the bells just go off for me. This is Robert. It's Robert because the way he's trying to avoid any kind of just one-on-one interaction with his wife.
1: Nah, I didn't pick up. I didn't <laughs> pick up on it at all.
0: Well, it it it, it wasn't just a hey. We need to to work out our our feelings. It, it got where I don't want to be with you. Mm. Let's 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 get Nico to come with us. From there, Gert uses X ray glasses. Yes. On Chase. Yep. And. <laughs> yeah. They find the secret door, uh, and they pull the pod out, and the X ray glasses show that it's empty, and then she extends the time together by saying they should go to her house and check out whatever it is. I mean, her, her parents do experiments on animals. Maybe that's where destiny's body is. And chase agrees. And then afterwards they can study Spanish. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is, this is teenager stuff, you know, any excuse, any excuse,
1: um, for her to be around him. And right, so we'll just we'll finish investigating whether or not our parents are murderers, and then we'll just do homework.
0: Well, hopefully they'll find out they're not murderers, you know. Yeah, but um, the problem is we end Act one with the hair pretty thing, and I for those of you who didn't hear the last episode, that's what my kids, my girls call, um, really almost called their're teenagers now, they don't call them that now, but called <laughs> anything like that that you put in your hair. they just called it a pretty. I'm just going to put a pretty in my hair. So <laughs> Jeffrey finds the missing kitty cat hair pretty and discusses with his wife what they need to do. Jeffrey is not sure what he wants to do here, but she is certain she knows what she wants to do, and she is determined because they can't let anything get in the way. And that includes Molly. Poor Molly. Yep. So, Act one was setting up things. Act two is plans. So Tina and Robert come home to get Nico. Nico doesn't want to go. Robert can't avoid it. So they go. Nico then goes after the staff. She can't even get it off, off the wall out of the little like shadow box that it's in. Yep. She accidentally opens it by opening a drawer that has, um, Amy's diary in it. And uh, there's a paper snowflake inside the diary. Uh, which we've seen Nico laying in bed with uh, paper snowflakes hanging from a ceiling uh, where she was. Um, and she smiles when she sees the, the snowflake, nice little memory, but she then gets the staff off the wall. The staff extends and <laughs> it starts to snow inside Nico's mom's office. Like, there's no way. She's caught, right? I mean, she's got to get caught. But uh Yeah,
1: I mean, the snow's just going to keep piling yeah. up.
0: And so Molly, meanwhile, gets confronted by um, Alex's mom. I can't remember her name. And she's at a coffee shop. She goes to the bathroom and tries to escape through the window, but there's bars on the window and she can't reach the window. So she uses her power to pick the toilet up off the ground, like just pulls it out of the the seal that it has sets it underneath the the barred window pulls the window out of the wall along with a bunch of the concrete <laughs> jumps out says awesome and then falls asleep <laughs> and yeah and so she's that's found That's a
1: that's a downside to having a superpower right there <laughs> you can't use it without falling asleep
0: well, I love it. I, I love that that's a limitation that they have. It's, yeah, it's like I do too. With, with Flash, they never get into, that I've seen, the grocery bill. But they do oh, get into yes. the idea that he has to keep on eating to, to keep his metabolism going.
1: That is a good point, Ben. The bill. Yeah. Someone should do an episode on that or a comic book. I'm
0: sure something has been done. I've just never
1: seen it done. <laughs> so.
0: Uh She lies well to Alex's mom, though. Uh, she lies and says... Uh, they sent me in there to get liquor and they wanted me to see if anyone was in the study because they wanted to get into your liquor. And that's actually why Chase wanted to go in there in the first place. Um, She, she lies well by just sprinkling it with some truth. And then she jumps into some of the angst, real angst. I think that she's uh, feeling and she's, I'm just the adopted girl that everybody gets stuck with. And, um, and you can see that, <laughs> Alex's mom is about to stick her with this uh, serum. Truth serum. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I don't think it's a truth serum. I think it's actually a forgetful serum hmm. because they talk about it earlier, and Jeffrey says we can't use that. You saw what it did to so and so. He still hasn't recovered. And hmm. so again, I, I think that this is. I, I think this is actually the 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 thing that Gert's parents were working on.
1: Okay, I I thought I picked up from their earlier conversation that it was a some sort of truth thing. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Time will tell. (laughs) Maybe. Or maybe
0: (laughs) it won't come back and we don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Anyway, she almost uses it, but she doesn't because she believes the story from Molly, which is good. Meanwhile, Alex is in his dad's study, opening the door to the secret entrance and dad calls, Well, actually, it's a voicemail from dad saying he's on his way home. He'll be there in about half an hour. And then dad calls. He says, hey, dad, I'm hungry. Could you stop and get some food on the way? Trying to buy him some more time. No. The call is coming from inside the house.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So Alex runs around outside the house, comes back in and he's going to have a conversation with dad about girl stuff. But dad is like, yeah, come on, let's talk about this and goes into the study but the doors are closed. So wipe the sweat off your brow, Alex. It's all okay. So yeah, that was, I, I like this stuff. I don't know about you, but I'm enjoying this back and forth, this give and take this whole, you know, we know how the kids know part of the story and need to find out more. The parents are finding out stuff that is not going to be good when they, when they find out the truth, because you know, what are they going to do? Uh, I guess, I mean, there's the forgetfulness drug that they could use.
1: But yeah, I mean, this is, I love the way it's crafted. It's very good TV.
0: Act three is that night and Robert and Tina are having their awkward date. She booked a room for a hotel mm. and he's just not interested. Now, again, again, he's hiding something and we don't know exactly what it is here. We're going to find out. But what he says to her right now is just enough of the truth to be enough. I mean, this is where we're getting into lies are not just when you say something that's not true. It's when you present the truth in a way that makes it look like something else. And it's also when you don't give information, that's also, you know, the, the epitome of what it means to be dishonest and lying. Um, and <laughs> I don't know if you, Evan, I'm doing a marriage class at our church right now. And uh, our chapter this week that we were reading through was openness and honesty. And it's this stuff right here, man. Like, Robert, nice. Robert is not getting points for this, uh, but he stands up and he's just like, you shut me out for two years and then show up tonight going a hundred miles an hour. And that feels reasonable. Yeah. You know? But it turns out it's, it's supposed to feel reasonable because he has something to hide. That's well, we'll get to it. Um, yeah. I, I felt, I felt bad for Tina, even though I don't like Tina. She's, she's just, I don't know. I, I don't like Tina that much. <laughs> and,
1: yeah. I, I'm in the same boat with you. She's, she's just not handling her grief in relationships. Well,
0: yeah. And the grief you can understand the relationships yeah. is, is the problem is that the way she's handling things, uh, first of all, she's shutting people out so they can't help her, you know, and because everyone handles things differently, but we have to, you know, eventually say, okay, I'm going to let you in. I'm going to emotionally, I'm going to let you in. And yeah, um, you know, losing a child is, it wreaks havoc on a marriage and, and this is all fairly, I think fairly realistic. I mean, they're obviously they're, they're murdering murderers who murder they wear red robes and do things with weird energy pods uh so maybe that part not so much but i, I think this is very realistic for a lot of marriages that, that deal with tragedy and then the spouses end up putting up walls because they don't want to deal with the things and then and then they can't help each other uh, yeah. and then clearly robert has found help elsewhere because he and chase's mom are in a house he that's where he goes he doesn't go home he goes to her and they're in bed together and he bought this house (laughs) and um it's he bought it for them because things are almost done and they can they don't have to keep the pretense yep but he did not consult her no he did not because she sees a lot more issues that are going to happen here um Cause she's married to a psycho. Well, she's married to a psycho, but she also has a son that she yes. doesn't want her son to, you know, and so she has to process all of this. And, um, again, I mean, this is, th- th- this is where, you know, whatever you want to say about marriage and fidelity and all that kind of thing. Um, the one thing I would say is if you're willing to be with someone who's willing to have secrets about, you know, if you're the secret that they have that they're holding, and not revealing to their spouse. How can you trust that person <clears throat> to not do the same thing to you? You know, mm-hmm. they've already proven themselves to be untrustworthy in the process of being your, you know, the, the one special one who's going to rescue from that evil spouse that you have. But in the process of all of this, the secrets and lies and stuff that is going to come back and bite you. And if it doesn't come back and bite you and you actually do get together and manage to divorce your spouse, uh, you are married to someone who is willing to lie, you know, to get what they what they want and and willing to hide things, you know, and it's. It, it just, for me, it's, it's a logical disconnect that I'm just thinking, how, how, how can you let that be? But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're not thinking logically when you're falling in love and when you're allowing yourself to fall in love. At least I like to think that you're not thinking logically because it's love, man. Like love transcends logic at first. Mm. So yeah. So that's Robert and uh, Chase's mom, Janet. Um, Anything else you want to talk about with them? Nope. Puts a monkey wrench in the pride, but that's almost done. They're 17 years, 17 sacrifices, apparently, or something like that. Well,
1: there are several monkey wrenches in the pride, but, yeah, that's going to be a big one.
0: Totally. All right. Carolina. Carolina. She tries to call Destiny. She got a text back from Destiny's number, but when she tries to call, it's disconnected. She asks she asks uh Kenneth the Page Boy about or not the Cage Boy, the Page Boy. Kenneth the Page Boy. Um I don't know if that's really his name. I'm pretty sure it's not, but um She asks about uh the bracelet that they wear. Because when she took off her bracelet, she saw lights. Did he see lights when he took off his bracelet? No. He didn't. And then she's looking at this angel painting that her grandpa did. And it's from the credits. And Hmm. it's this angel with rainbow lights. And I'm thinking, okay, grandfather knows something. (laughs) And and this bracelet, I think this is where we start to really realize that if she takes that bracelet off, it will allow her powers to activate.
1: Hmm. Like
0: it did in the, the first episode. So Yes. Yeah. Let's see, Carolina. I think that's it for her until the end of the episode. Yep. Yeah. Oh, she also asked about the um destiny and, and Kenneth the Page Boy is like, Yeah, I uh, she went on the trip, right? So that's that. Nico has called Alex and Alex comes to help with the staff. And the snow is still falling. <laughs> and, and then finally he takes the staff, he burns his hand and it falls to the ground and then the snow stops, so. But now mom's coming home. Mom is coming home. <laughs> Not only is mom coming home, the house is announcing a, a countdown for her. Yes. The alpha user will be home in 30 minutes and so,
1: <laughs> well, and this is kind of neat too because I thought this was a an MCU connection. Because if you're rich, you can afford these really cool artificial intelligences for your house, like Tony Stark, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. But let's talk about another MCU connection. All right. And this okay. is the segment that I like to call, "Hey, I, I, I just might have learned something." All right. <laughs> and and uh, this staff is called the the Staff of One. And it's from uh, the regular Marvel comics. And it's from this character, uh, Tina. I can't remember her last name. Let me see. Tina. I'm looking at a comic book right now. And she is here. Tina Minoru. Tina Minoru. I am looking in this comic book. It is not a regular Marvel comic book. It is a Doctor Strange Prelude comic book. It is quote unquote canon unless they decide to do something that goes against it, which they've done with the comics now. But this is meant to be a prelude to the movie. Hmm. And it introduces this character, Tina Minoru. Now, Tina Minoru is also in Runaways. Hmm. Okay. The staff is not in this comic. You don't really see the staff, but there is a scene in Dr. Strange where Wong is saying, Hey guys, Grab the best weapon you can. Choose well. Bad guys are coming. It's the scene where the, the bad guys are coming to take the Hong Kong Sanctum Sanctorium. And there is a woman in there who grabs a staff with a circle on top of it. And she's not named. And that's all she is in the movie is you see her do this thing, grab a staff, and she's in a crowd. Apparently, there were some deleted scenes where she was she had some close ups and you actually see her like looking through the staff, her face through the circle at the top of the staff. I've only seen pictures. I I did not get out my uh, Blu-ray to look at the deleted scenes. I just saw some pictures online as I was searching Runaway's MCU connections. In the credits, she is credited as Tina Minoru. Hmm. So (laughs) is it the same actress? No, it's not. Okay, And the producers of Runaways have said, yeah, she's there, but they only name her in the credits. So we're not going to worry about it. (laughs) And so as far as the Runaways producers are concerned. I think they they're just going forward by saying that's a different person in Dr. (laughs) Strange because she was not named on screen. She was just named in the credits. But you have a character named Tina Minoru in doctor strange wielding that weapon and it's not the same prop but it is absolutely meant to be the same type of staff Hmm. so it's all connected question mark
1: right such a (laughs) such a waste i i don't like it when they do that stuff like oh we'll just we'll just forget it we got a perfectly good connection but let's just make up a new thing
0: well but what's the perfectly good connection because she's a good guy or seemingly a good guy in that. And she's, I mean, here, she's been doing things for 10 years in Los Angeles. They can,
1: they can make it work.
0: I don't know. I think that they're just saying, yeah, we don't have to worry about it because they never said her name and she's just in a crowd scene now. So, you know, perfectly good connection. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I keep going back and forth. Like this could have been a connection, but then would it have worked (laughs) as a connection? We'll be having a different character here. I don't know. I don't know. So well, let's get back to Alex and Nico. They clean up the office,
1: yeah, really quickly,
0: <laughs> really quickly. And no one's going to notice the wet floors
1: or the carpets or anything.
0: <laughs> they mop, they vacuum, they sweep. Okay.
1: Yeah, whatever <laughs> there's no way
0: there is yeah. absolutely no way they would be able to clean that office i am picking the knit right here man this the is the
1: moisture would be in the drywall you'd would... yeah it would be good
0: well i mean you could, if you got it up quickly enough i could i could accept that the moisture wouldn't get into the drywall if they're able to get the snow away from the drywall quickly enough away from the the baseboard quickly enough away from the wooden floor quickly enough that it doesn't melt and spent a lot of time soaking in. But the carpet? Yeah. The papers uh, on the desk. The electronics on the desk. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so Tina arrives home and Nico's like, "Wait, well, okay, mom's almost here. Come with me." And they create this kind of fake moment of uh of drama for Tina's mom's, no, for Tina's benefit. Uh, Tina opens the door, finds Alex and Nico in this um, staged compromising situation uh, in her bed, and yeah, it's it's played for laughs. It works, but there's so much about this. Like I'm just like, yeah, uh, the the snow, the snow. How did that? <laughs> no, I used to be a janitor. I know how hard it is to clean up snow. I mean. <laughs> I am a dad with a kitchen. I know how hard it is to clean up snow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they actually do have a, a a genuine moment outside, though, and yes, you can tell there are there are definitely sparks, definitely sparks, which Jeffrey also could tell. He he noticed that there were sparks as well. So, yeah. Who's Jeffrey? Uh, Jeffrey is Alex's dad. Oh, okay. Uh, i mean, <laughs>
1: I don't know these people's names. I
0: I only know it because I'm (laughs) taking notes. And of course, I got uh, uh, Carolina's dad is Frank, but in my notes, he was Robert for the entire episode last time. And I had to mentally change it every time. And I couldn't just do a replace. I couldn't just do a find and replace because they're supposed to be Robert. Like, Robert is um, Nico's dad. Mm. so if i did a find and replace <laughs> i'd start calling him frank
1: so yep see the only people i know are alex and gert <laughs> the only ones i can remember
0: <laughs> there's a lot of names in this up ep- in, yes. in this show yes. really i can rem- i can remember nico too we've got basically six leads six young leads but the supporting cast includes two parents for each of them
1: <laughs> yes
0: and Face Hugger Man. Yeah, Face Hugger Man. Uh, Leslie is talking to Face Hugger Man. He's felt nothing. He still needs lotion. He looks horrible and gross. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it's like his skin is peeling, but it's also his muscles or something. It is gross. He's got gray <laughs> skin underneath this peeling chunks of white flesh and ugh they do a great job of making him very icky and that room <laughs> yes that room is straight from stanley kubrick's 2001 yep it's, and then we have gert and what's his name and they let loose the raptor correct yes they do they're in the basement they have some passive aggressive playful banter and he opens the door and the raptor gets out it threatens them gert talks and it stops And Chase puts together that maybe it's her that stopped it. And then it's out of there. And her parents are home. (laughs) Like, it's not good. It's not good. And then also, um, Destiny's body has been found. And this is where Leslie says, this is why he isn't getting better. They're going to have to do Mm. something again. But Facehugger Man is not getting better because the whole energy displacement thing did not work. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on issues for the pride to take care of. And it's not just the affair that's going on in there. It's lies about the equipment working or not working. Um, it's Jeffrey having cold feet and not wanting to go through with all this stuff. And if they have to find another victim, there's going to be even more conflict there.
1: Gert's parents are also not wanting to do anymore. And
0: not they're, re- like that, th- they're ready to get out. No, that has some sort of secret from Molly's parents. Yeah. yeah at, at least, I mean, they may not have an actual secret that Molly's parents told them, but they have a secret that they talked to Molly's parents. Like that's a secret itself. And, and then to top it all off, their kids might know. <laughs> so Yeah. Overall, man, I'm enjoying this show. I, I'm really enjoying this show.
1: Yeah, me and Shantae were really liking it, my wife. Uh, we didn't we didn't like the – there's seemed to be a lot of sexual content in this last one, um, which we're not huge fans of.
0: Yeah, and, and the, I just, the unfortunate part about that is it's realistic. Yes, it's what, it is realistic. It's what kids would do. It's what kids would say. And well, I say that's unfortunate because it's too bad that kids – you know are, are growing up like that and growing up that fast and yeah
1: yeah i totally like well when when Nico and Alex were in her bedroom i was like okay guys you know this is classic just start making out but they took it further than i well but <laughs> they did not take it would fur- have
0: done that. they they took it further than that yes you know yes. she's like taking off her shirt but then they didn't go further in that she wouldn't let him kiss her you know like it's yes it's correct. we're not going to actually pretend we're doing any of this stuff we're just gonna this is very practical yeah we're just gonna look like we were doing this stuff and and then the that little kiss that he gave her though that was sweet and yeah this is where daniel might say i'm not romantic but i I am it was nice
1: dude's got some confidence like he was sure he was reading that situation correctly (laughs) (laughs) that's true and
0: she was sure he wasn't
1: yeah and
0: so there is a that but I like Alex I, I just I don't know what it is but I like Alex I think that this is a cool character and I like that he is I, I like him as the leader of the group I, I think that this he's the this actor was the perfect lead the perfect lead for this show um, yeah else is, I think he's doing
1: a great I like him better than his comic book version.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. We don't have any feedback on Runaways yet. Uh, but part of that is because we've been recording pretty quickly to get through this. And also, I think part of that is because I don't know how many people actually subscribe to Hulu. Right. And able to watch this. Would
1: you would would you say, Ben, that it would be worth a subscription just for this show?
0: I would say it'd be worth uh, doing the month. The free month, um, oh, is it a free month you get?
1: I think so. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, it, I would say it's worth doing the free and maybe maybe doing a month to watch the show, you know, and once so, it's all released. Yeah, uh, a month would be five ninety nine because you're getting ads, and I believe you're still getting ads on TV shows if you do the 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 higher level. I'm not sure, but um, I would absolutely say. You know, do five ninety nine? It's it's a rental. You know, I mean that's that's six bucks. You're getting ten episodes, I believe. Um, but if you're listening to this, you've probably already watched it. So I'm I'm my main curiosity is how have you watched it and and um <laughs> did you already subscribe to Hulu? Because the only reason I'm subscribed to Hulu is to watch reruns of Shield at this point and Inhumans. Um, when we were doing that and. Oh we watch a ton of stuff on Hulu. Oh, I, I watch other stuff, but the only reason I'm still subscribed is for this stuff. Gotcha. Um, I would, I would drop it because I have, there's plenty to watch on Amazon prime. There's plenty to watch on Netflix. And, uh, I just got an email that I can get a whole month of, uh, CBS all access as a free trial. 30 days. I'll be watching Star Trek. Nice. Yeah.
1: So, we definitely keep Hulu around for the Barney content. <laughs> <laughs> it's very convenient for our little girl. <laughs> nice. Very good. Okay.
0: Well, I think that is that's it for this episode. I want to thank you for listening. I want you to if if you are um, watching this and it's, you know, a couple months away, you're listening to this um go ahead and send feedback we will definitely read your feedback on uh our regular agents of shield episodes even if runaways has been done for a while um so go ahead and send us feedback and if you're listening along in real time and watching along in real time please send us feedback as well and uh thank you for listening evan uh you have any final words any thoughts before uh before we shut things down
1: I've got lots of thoughts, Ben, but they're all about a gritty prequel show to Barney, I, I, where I, he goes I, through. I, what was that? No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, really? Right now? now? Now's the time and the place? Uh, no, I was saying, really, go ahead and finish that sentence. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. If you guys want to hear about it, I'd be happy to share.
0: Oh my goodness, I've heard. Maybe about each.
1: It. <laughs> Maybe each consecutive episode of The Runaways, I'll reveal a part of the show's plot that I'm planning out, and uh, and we'll see what happens.
0: Oh, Evan, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. Uh, you you just you've you've caused me to be speechless about Barney before, and and this great. Is just, <laughs> this is no ex- exception. Uh, okay, so uh, all this—you know—teenagers coming together and having fun—it just reminds reminds me of when uh, you know young Daniel Butcher and and little Benji Avery uh, first met. And and one of the first things we said to each other is we were talking about well, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I, I said I want to be a, a podcaster when I grow up. But but little Daniel Butcher, he was a little more imaginative, and he said I want to be an elephant when I grow up. Thanks once more for listening. You've heard us. Now we'd love to hear from you. Just go to welcometolevel to 7.com slash feedback to contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one seventy seven fifty five 55 Level 7. You can also join the conversation by liking us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash welcome to level 7, or by following us on Twitter where we are level 7 Pod. Welcome to Level 7 is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh at our clean comedy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews, and more at noodle.mx. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, Godspeed. So Evan, I I did just want to quickly and briefly, um, you know, this is the post-credit. We can rabbit trail here. Um, Sure. You know, I have to wait until this coming Friday to watch Agents of Shield on the on the big screen. Well, not real big screen, but the screen on my TV in my living room. But I did get to see Agents of Shield in action recently, and I just wanted to talk about that. Yeah, uh, you were there actually. Do you remember being there when um, Agent Coulson? Agent Ward, Agent May, uh, so this might have been in the framework if uh, Agent Ward was around and, and doing good guy stuff, uh, but they completely trashed and trounced um, Batman, Nightwing, uh, Batgirl, Girl, uh, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. versus the Bat Family.
1: I, I seem to remember things ending when the time was done. And we never got to see what would really happen, because Wonder Woman just kind of got in there, and we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. So that's and, how I remember
0: it. And War Machine also came in and and took out um, took out some people. But, uh, yeah. Heroclix, what are we talking about, Ben? Hero Clicks. <laughs> we finally did it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. versus the Batman family. And for those of you who are listeners to Strangers and the Aliens and this podcast— um, we'll be talking about it on Strangers and Aliens. Not just talking about it. We'll be presenting it on Strangers and Aliens.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: but I did want to just throw out there. It was nice to see Agent Ward um, standing on top of a minivan, kicking Batman in the face and knocking him out. <laughs> At least that's how I imagine yes. it happening when I rolled the dice and got, was it double sixes, I think, with that one? <sighs>
1: See, I had a really powerful Batman, and Ben just got insanely lucky <laughs> with, the, with several critical hits, or one critical hit, and then just more luck, lucky luck luck
0: Yeah, it absolutely should not have happened the way it happened, <laughs> but I'm totally okay with the way it happened, so.
1: Thankfully, alternate universe Batman came in and avenged former Batman by taking down both May and... Ward. So, haha.
0: Yeah. Ha!
1: -ha. (laughs) Anyway. I still lost.
0: (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. And then, um, in our next round, this will not be a Strangers in the Aliens episode, but I played with my son and Evan, and, uh, it was plant creatures versus robots (laughs) versus, uh, animal based characters. And, man thing once again just tore through evans people absolutely it's
1: because he's got if you stand (laughs) next to him just standing there doing nothing he poisons you you know fear and you burn it as touch so yeah
0: it's a it was fun but i just wanted to gloat a little bit and it's pre-credit post-credit rather post-credit and so people who don't want to hear other people talk about games that they've played don't have to listen to this but uh, if you're not hearing anything else, please hear the gloating in my voice, because I I'm on a
1: roll. <laughs> it can't last and, much longer. It cannot last much longer. But I also want to say, if you are interested, uh, we will fully dramatize the entire match between Agents of Shield and Batman, and we'll we'll plug that later when it's finished. But. Uh, stay tuned on strangers and aliens. Cause we will be releasing that.
0: Yeah, that was, that'll be fun. We, we did one already with, uh, some DC characters versus some Marvel characters. And Colson was in that as well. Colson and man thing were teamed up. My two favorite characters from the Marvel universe. So, all right. That's that Evan. Have a great evening. And you too, sir. We will talk to you later about runaways. Godspeed, everyone. All
1: right.